Hey, man, great to see you. Uh, so what's going on? Why'd you ask me to come down here? Because, man, check this out. I got this whole new idea. Uh, I, you know how I always loved animals? I, um, I decided I was going to finally do it. I opened my own petting zoo. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, man, how cool is that? So I got all these animals together. I got, you know, big space for them. They only eat the most, or, you know, organic and, and awesome products. Like, I'm taking really good care of them. I feel really good about this, you know? Like, I feel like I'm finally doing something right in the world. Wow, so can we check them out? I'd love to see what you got. All right, here, check out this first one. This is, uh, so her name is Honey, and uh, she's a badger. Check her out. How cool is this? A badger, that's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I So she was, uh... She was uh, shipped into me from uh, a rescue, so you know we're taking good care of her, making sure she's getting that same quality. Here, let me, uh, you know, let me show you some of these other animals. Check this one out. Please, yeah. Yeah. So here we got an aardvark. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen an aardvark before, but dude, I've only ever seen them in the cartoon. Yeah. I've never actually seen a real aardvark. Nice. Yeah. I mean, he's a little tired right now, oh. but uh, yeah, pretty cool to see him. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I could tell he's sleeping just like the last one. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that's cool though. Yeah, probably a long trip. Oh yeah, they've been through a lot. Yeah. Take a look around, man. See, let me know what you think. Cool. What's what's this one here? I've actually never seen this animal either. Oh, so that's a that's a bat-eared fox. Um, so oh. really cool. So you can see he has those like tiny ears, but he's like really fluffy, really cool, uh, really cool animal. Kind of unique uh, in that you know you just uh, you just don't see a lot of stuff like that. Not making a cartoon about this guy. You know what I mean? But anyways, yeah, he's asleep. So let's not bug him. Oh yeah, cool. All right, yeah. So let's uh. Let's walk over here for a second. So I have this really cool, you can't see them right now, but uh, it's a family of beavers. They live in that little water area over there, and I actually didn't build that dam for them. They actually built them uh, themselves. So That's, that's amazing. Cool. You should tell people that on the tour. That's really cool. Yeah, I like to mention that. Uh, you know, unfortunately, yeah. uh, you know, they've been kind of in their little hut all day, so we haven't seen them much. Um, but yeah, man, pretty cool stuff, huh? This is awesome. All right, so like if you walk to the side here, though, the way they have this built... Uh, you can actually see the family, they, they sleep in a pack, so they sleep like on top of each other, but uh, you can see them right in there. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, so they're, they're sleeping. Yeah, they're sleeping. Yeah, they're tired. So just like the other ones, the, uh, was there like a, a long travel kind of thing to get these animals here? Is that why they're tired or? Oh, no. So, yeah, the lady I got these from was being a real bitch on prices, uh, so... These are all actually nocturnal animals. So, uh, this is Mike's nocturnal petting zoo. That's a, that's cool. Yeah, man. That's I, great. I, 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 uh, so it's $20 admission, and then uh, I charge about $10 to pet each animal. Uh, but so far, no one's done it yet. I don't know why. I feel They feel like they're afraid uh, if they pet them while they're asleep, they might snap. I don't know what that's about. They've only bit me a couple times. You know, I'm not like any expert in, in petting zoos but i don't know man maybe uh, was it the best idea to get nocturnal animals because it's not like they can really interact with the people that are visiting like i don't know if they're just kind of sleeping all day you should i don't know maybe run like a night tour i i, I, I hey i'm not you know this isn't my thing i don't want to intrude but yeah listen they say every business has to start somewhere right so uh i'm giving this a shot right now but you know that's a good point actually um I'm going to do that. Tomorrow, I'm going to open uh, After Dark. Oh, that's such a cool idea. Yeah, I love that. So I'm going to open After Dark. I'm going to let everybody in, and then they can pet the animals because they'll be awake, and they won't feel scared anymore. That was a good idea, man. Uh, come back here tomorrow at like 7.30, and I'll have it all set up. Like It's going to be ready for just – you're going to love it. Just come back at 7.30. Can't wait. Awesome. I'll see you tomorrow.
Holy shit, what the hell is going on here, man? Dude, I don't know what happened, man. I, I thought... I, I thought you were right, like, if we, if we open this at night, it, it, they'd be awake and people would pet them, but the animals just were fucking crazy, man. These are all such aggressive animals. Badgers are dicks. It bit this little kid on the face. It was terrible. I, this is a bad idea, man. All right, stick with me, because this gets a little complicated. You still have those matches in your pocket uh, from, from the restaurant the other day? Uh, yeah, here. All right, cool. Wait, hold on. Is that a gas tank? What are you, what are you doing with that gas tank, Mike? Uh, nothing. All right, Nietzsche, you're going to want to step back for this one. What are you... Oh, my... <laughs> Welcome to episode 19 of the Silver Bow Experience. My name's Nietzsche and alongside me I got my forever buddy Mike here. What is going on, my dude? You know what I'm saying, dude? Just get the beat going. That's a beat drop right there. That's what they play in the clubs these days. Anyways, man, I'm good. I'm doing great. Uh, we finally have had a little bit of good weather here in the greater Boston area where it was like 60 degrees today, which is fucking tit as fuck. So I basically, I went to the beach, um, got a, got a tan. Uh, no, it's not that warm, but I did. It was warm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, winter sucks, uh, testicles. So it's gotten good here, man, but you get that weather all the time. So, you know, you don't, you're, you're just, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that it's warming up over there. Yeah, it's pretty much the same, especially up here in San Fran. It's kind of like just the same weather all the time, which is pretty cool. You know what you're getting. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I, I want to apologize to our silver boners out there that we missed last week. You know, we had a rough, uh, rough week, a lot of a lot of stuff going on in our professional and our personal lives. So sorry, silver boners. Uh, we're a week late. Our bad. Yeah, you know, uh, we got other shit. Okay, <laughs> sorry, that was aggressive. No, it was a, it was a crazy week last week, and uh, I don't know about you, Nietzsche, but I, I fucking missed it. I, I wish we could have done it last week. I know we both wanted to. We tried to make it work. We're getting blasted in the ass outside of the offices here, so uh, we had to do what we had to do, but we're going to make it up to you guys by just making this probably the best podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. And uh, quick update, so we're actually going to do this pod seasonally. We're going to have seasons. Uh, with little breaks in between because uh, little baby Bolia is on the way and we know life's going to get pretty complicated and busy for Mike and co. So uh, yeah, we're going to plan a sweet titty ass few episodes for you guys, let you know when it's going to end our first season and uh, it's, but it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. We're going to have like this like, you know, silver bow spectacular extravaganza thing for you. We don't know what the name of it's going to be, but uh, we're excited to bring you guys that when it happens yeah listen it's gonna be awesome uh you guys are gonna shit your pants uh you know basically and i think nietzsche i think it's good that we're doing these different seasons because it can be tough to you know to you know, week to week to have to uh when you're as good as we are um <laughs> the bar is really high and week to week and it can be tough to do that so you know uh splitting up into seasons i think you and i are only gonna be stronger for that to have like a little more time to write a little more time to think Make it thematic so that uh, you really get your penises worth when you listen to our show. <laughs> so uh, we're going to bring that and we're going to bring it hard. And now it's time for Newsworthy News for Newsworthy Dudes. 
We got a fucking banger this week. We're a little bit late in it. It would have been tit to have this on Monday, but it doesn't matter because it's coming at you now, and I'm pretty sure you've heard enough about it, but you haven't heard what we got to say about it. Mike, what are we talking about? Dude, we have a way better take on this than anybody, so fuck them. Uh, no. <laughs> we are talking about the Oscars and the slap heard around the world. So... So for anyone who lives under a fucking rock, if you're Patrick Starr, uh, here's the deal. Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett, Jada Pinkett Schmidt, um, and she has to shave her head now because she has alopecia, uh, alopecia, which causes people to lose their hair. So, Chris, <laughs> sorry, that's not the part I'm supposed to be laughing at, but Chris Rock decided to make a joke and say, because she had a bald head, hey, we'll see you in G.I. Jane 2 now. For anyone seen G.I. Jane, it stars to me more as a G.I. named Jane, uh, who shaves, she shaves her head because she's in the army, she's in the, the, uh, the military, I should say, and uh, so he was making a joke about her looking like Demi Moore in, uh, in that. So, Big Willie Style says, oh, oh hell no, walks up and gives him the weirdest fucking slap I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, <laughs> so many people were like, was that fake? But it was just like a... I now feel like I could beat up Will Smith. Like I like my chances. Like if that, it, <laughs> like if that's how he like fights, you know, not even just because he slapped him. Like he slapped him because he didn't want to punch him. Fine, but the way he did it was very lame. I don't know. It was just like, like just like a like I assume a woman would hit a man. Uh, I've never been hit by a woman before <laughs> yet. Um, but it just, it looked weird. It looked staged, but, uh, a lot of people are saying it's not, but, uh, it's been a long time since he's been in Philly. Uh, so I think, you know, he's that whole, uh, you know, living in Philly and getting in fights, his mom getting scared. I think she's scared. He's, <laughs> he's just going to be a big pussy who slaps people and gets his ass kicked now. I think it's a different type of scared now. Uh, but Chris Rock, God, what a pro I got to say. Um, maybe the joke was in bad taste. I don't think it merited a slap. But, um, you know, I thought he was good about it. He just kept rolling with it. You know, he's like, Will Smith just slapped the shit at me. That was the greatest his moment in the history of television. And then he just delivered the award. So good on Chris Rock for, for just rolling with it. But what do you think, man? You, you, uh, you're, you're a Hollywood guy. You know your stuff. You, you, uh, <laughs> you, you're, you've acted, you know. So what did you think? Let me ask you a question. Was it a real slap? Was it merited? You, and did he deserve been... an Oscar? Because I never saw that movie. <laughs> First of all, I hate Will Smith with a passion. I've always, I don't know, I've I've never really liked Will Smith. He really got on my nerves a few years ago when they started the boycott of the Oscars too, where, um, you know, he, he was, he basically wanted an Oscar for concussion and he was pissed that I guess he wasn't nominated and then he turned it into a big, something other than, you know, it basically it was the whole boycott, right? And I'm, I'm in support of, having representation i guess to an extent i still think you got to deserve it but that really just was the final nail in the coffin for me because i just never liked him i also heard that he doesn't like to play uh villains in movies which i find so tasteless because every role is important to a film right everything everything yeah. even playing a bad guy sometimes it's even more fun to play a bad guy so i don't know if that was true if it is true 
Can't stand him. And dude, I'm sorry, concussion sucked, and you fucking sucked. So <laughs> I don't want to hear about you winning an Oscar for concussion. If you really want to talk about representation, why don't you get a real fucking Nigerian to play that role instead of you, an American Ooh. with a shitty ass accent? Yeah. So yeah, I'm coming at him hard here because nice. I just, I just, hate, I can't stand Will Smith. And so when he slapped him, I don't know. Part of me was like, you know, I understand defending your wife. I get it, but I don't know. I've let it digest over the last few days, and I just think. I don't know. It's just, it was, it was over the top for sure. Like he could have probably had a conversation with him later, you know, and, and, and maybe, you know, pulled up his, uh, his sleeves, you know, outside of the, uh, whatever you call it, the auditorium there. But I don't know. I, I also saw someone caught him making the same joke about somebody else like years ago. Oh, you know, but it's like, it's like okay for him to do it, right? right? So, um, at the end of the day, I think the biggest uh insult was not this whole thing about being bald, but just thinking that Jada is going to even consider GI Jane too, because who the fuck would want to do that movie, <laughs> right? So. Yeah, they're never going to make that. I mean, that's absurd to even <laughs> question. Uh, but you know, you're right. I think, um, I think it was an overreaction. I think it was in bad taste. I think it was in bad form to go up and do that. I think he could have handled that later. Um, instead of that, and, you know, I, I don't know, it just made me really, and I've always, uh, I, I loved the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I enjoyed, uh, Independence Day, uh, Men in Black, uh, I Am Legend, um, he's done a lot of movies that I have liked, but that made me hate him, and now if he does another <laughs> show, I'm like, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna watch it, fuck him, his butt cheeks, so, I think, uh, it would have been cool if he didn't do that, but, Chris Rock's also one of my favorite comedians ever. Like, he is absurdly funny. Apparently, he's a super nice guy, too. Like, he's, like, respected all across the industry. Like, people love him. Yeah, he just he just seems like a guy who gets it, you know? And when he's on the stage making jokes, he's a character that's, you know, something he's developed over time. But I think overall, he's a pretty good guy. So, I think, uh, fuck Will Smith. And you know what? I, and it's been said, and I swear to God, I was the first one to say it, but I just don't have a platform Besides this, uh, besides this podcast, so we didn't do it last week. Um, so I would have said it first, and everyone would have known. But I, uh, I said, if The Rock was hosting, and he, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that too. And he had said that he wouldn't have slapped him because The no. Rock would have beat the shit out of him. And yeah, he's being a bully. Yeah, he's being a bully because Chris Rock isn't a very big guy. So I think uh, Will Smith is a dick. Uh, I think I could kick his ass, and I think <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember hearing a story about her uh, Jada Pinkett like fucking one of her son's best friends, or maybe not a best friend, but they knew each other. So gross, if so, that's true. So uh, oh, it is true. Actually, it is. It is true. It's, it's, yeah. it's documented. So, uh, and she says they were on a break at the time, but still, it's kind of weird. Some, you know, it's just gross. So uh, everything off limits in that marriage, except for jokes about her head. And that's going to take us to our fuckity fuck suggestion box. I fucking love this segment, Mike. So, Mike, why don't you get us uh, kicked off here with our first suggestion? All right. So our first suggestion comes from one of our passionate listeners. Now, this is Lorraine from the Forever Sunshine Retirement Home. She writes, I missed you boys this week. It felt weird waking up with no episode notification on Monday. I wanted to wither away and die. <laughs> I started writing erotic stories to go. The first one takes place in the Spanish Isle of Mallorca, with Mike as a strong, sweaty delivery man with a massive package. It got me all hot and bothered. Can you guys do some audio novellas? 
The retirement home gets lonely at night. Lorraine, you sick, sick old woman. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Why not? Right? I don't see why not. Yeah, we uh, can do an audio novella. I don't see what the problem is with that. I do them on my own in my spare time anyway, so it's like not that big a deal for me to do it. I have probably a couple written down. Um, yeah. I do them in the shower. Nice. You know, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Nietzsche does have a very sexy, deep voice that he uses during role-play situations. So uh, we'll use that in the novella, and you will be happy with it. (laughs) All right. Our next suggestion comes from an employee. And again, this is anonymous to maintain, you know, security and, you know, just to give a safe place for our employees at, at this amazing company. My cube mate likes to keep a travel urinal at his desk and uses it throughout the day. My area smells like piss. I wish it didn't smell like piss. Make the piss stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's highly unfortunate. Um, That's a bummer. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe he's doing that. That's insane. You know what? This might not be that anonymous because I've smelt it. I've actually walked by a certain area in our office and smelt the pee-pee. And I did not know where it was coming from. I should have looked to see if I found a travel urinal. You know, I, I think I noticed it too, and I just assumed that person didn't shower. I didn't realize they were actively void, voiding their uh, their bladder at their desk. Because I feel like you shouldn't be doing that. But, hey, you know, you know what they say about urine? It's sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> all right so our next one uh this is going to be another a listener who has written into us and they're a good person (laughs) this is rico sriracha from el burro texas he writes my suggestion you ask well why don't you answer this what is it about mike's (laughs) what is it about mike's pinto that has everyone all excited i mean it can't be that amazing can it there's no way a Pinto can be can make a heterosexual like me suddenly like Pinto, right? Well, wait. I just saw a photo of it on the Silverbow website, and man, that's a nice dick. I mean, Pinto. <laughs> I I did place a few I did place a few photos on the website. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, you know, I just really like the lighting. You know, sometimes when you're having a good dick day. And you look at the mirror and you say, <laughs> you say, listen, someone needs to see this. This can't just be for me. Um, so I put them on the website. It was great lighting. Uh, I put a little top hat on there, a little fake mustache. Um, I thought it was really flattering. So, you know, if you want to throw yours next to a picture of yours next to it, I think that'd be good. Those would be our like profiles in the about section. Um, that could be cool. I, I'm so happy with this. I wish I knew about this earlier. I would love to post some dick pics on our website. Yeah, you know, and I and I know yours is nice and tan and all that good stuff, but you know it's gonna look good on the website. I think. <laughs> <laughs> all right, our final suggestion comes from another anonymous employee. The lunch lady in the dining hall asked me out the other day. I took her home and banged her. Good, no suggestion, just bragging. <laughs> Oh my lord, I would love to know. Oh god, I wish I knew who this was. I I have a good idea because we only have like a couple of dining ladies we cycle oh, through, yeah, right? Exactly. For the weekends and the weekdays. 
it, <laughs> it doesn't look good either way. And I'm not so sure you can brag about it. But that's awesome anyway. Good for you, man, for getting laid. But I, I think most of our lunch ladies look like... Uh, do you ever see the SNL skit Lunch Lady Land? Where no. Adam Sandler is playing the guitar and Chris Farley is playing the lunch lady. Uh, oh, okay. Now, yeah, yeah. Look that up. Uh, if you're listening to this, guys, look that up. And that is pretty much what our lunch ladies look like. So uh, <laughs> this guy bagged a, a real hound. Um, so, hey, good for him. Um, Nietzsche used to call uh, women, maybe not even just women, just people of a certain look, uh, swamp donkeys. And I think she might be considered a swamp donkey. <laughs> she falls into that category 100%. Oh, Lord. Or jungle gnomes. Or jungle gnomes. <laughs> well, I think I think our lunch ladies, one is a swamp donkey, one is definitely a jungle gnome. And if you went and if you ever decide to eat at our uh, on our campus um, that we have for, for the Silver Bow experience, you'll know which one's which, trust me. Swamp donkey. And now it's time for a brand new seg just for this week. Mike's Moments of WrestleMania. Mike, why don't you give us some thoughts on what went down? Ah, WrestleMania. A time for us all to get together and rejoice as we watch wrestling's best get together on the grandest stage of them all to entertain us. Now, a famous wrestler once called this fandom fickle. As many people in the wrestling fan base would rather complain about what they didn't like than talk about what they did like. But not here. Not on the Silver Bow Experience. So today, I'm going to talk about my favorite WrestleMania moments. Let's get started. Now, in no particular order, I'd like to talk about some amazing things that I saw. I thought it was probably one of the best WrestleManias we've had in a long time. I'm going to start with Johnny Knoxville from Jackass. Now, he shows up, and you're thinking, this guy's not a wrestler. How the hell is this going to work out? This is going to suck. They didn't try to make it a wrestling match. They just let it be what it needed to be, which was just fun. Johnny Knoxville pulled out all the stops to screw over Sami Zayn and ended up picking up the victory. We saw Wee Man power slam a guy we saw the giant hand slap the shit out of Sami Zayn. i mean come on that's about as entertaining as it gets and the name of the game is entertainment which people often forget now let's talk about one of my favorite tag team matches we had the miz and logan paul versus Rey mysterio and his son dominic what a match this was a lot of people don't like logan paul and i think here there's been good reasons to not like the guy but you gotta say the kid fucking delivered during this WrestleMania as he hit some amazing moves that we didn't expect. Uh, he's clearly athletic as hell. And they picked up the victory. Now, the best part of it all was that at the end, The Miz and Logan Paul are celebrating and The Miz turns on him, hitting with what, his famous skull-crushing finale finishing move as he's celebrating the ring after Ray and Dominic were defeated. Now, normally that'd be a bad guy move, right? You wouldn't want to see that. You'd think, this guy's a total dick for turning on his partner. That was not the case here as The Miz was cheered by the WWE Universe after hitting Logan Paul with his finish move because let's get let's face it people don't like Logan Paul uh, and that's warranted now let's talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin the return of the greatest wrestler of all time as he came in not just on night one 
where he came to the Kevin Owens show and had a one-on-one match with Kevin Owens and did some crazy shit I did not expect from the 50-year-old wrestler as he wrestled Kevin Owens around the building, even took a couple of bumps, but he finished it in famous Stone Cold fashion with a Stone Cold Stunner and a one, two, three. My favorite part about this is that he was drinking beer basically throughout the entire match. Uh, Steve Austin has his own beer, Broken Skull American Lager, as well as Broken Skull IPA, both very good beers, but a little on the heavier side for chugging 17 of them during a match, but in only only the way Stone Cold can, he made it work. Now on night two, Pat McAfee faced Austin Theory in a one-on-one match, as Pat McAfee would actually pick up the victory in what is called a roll-up pin. Uh, the victory roll, as many would call it. And after the match, he challenged Vince McMahon to a fight. This was the most awkward, probably, 20 minutes of television I have ever seen as Vince McMahon just kind of walked around for a little bit, took forever to take his shirt off, and then basically didn't move while Pat McAfee just got his ass kicked back and forth. But then the glass breaks and Steve Austin is back. Now he comes up and you, you fall for the basic stuff again, right? He offers Vince McMahon a beer. Vince McMahon takes it, takes a sip, and eats probably the worst stunner I've ever seen in my life. So he kicks him in the stomach, and for some reason, I don't know if Vince McMahon's legs just gave out, if they were wobbly, if he was weak in the knees from seeing the sex pot Steve Austin, but he couldn't seem to stand up. And then he took a weird stunner where he just kind of fell to the ground, which was uh, pretty great. Now, I got to give props to Austin Theory, as he took probably the best stunner I've ever seen as he was launched and sort of reached like he was Flintstone-y a little bit. Uh, absolutely loved it. One of the greatest stunners of all time. Now, Pat McAfee. He's out on the ring uh, outside. Steve Austin invites him in the ring for a beer himself, and uh, he learns the hard way that you cannot trust anybody. DTA, as Steve Austin would once say famously back in the 90s. He offered a beer to Pat McAfee, let him drink a little bit of it, and then he gave him a Stone Cold Sunner. And Pat McAfee spit it out like he was triple fucking eight spitting out water, which was the coolest thing I have ever seen. Now, there's one other thing about that, that if you were an eagle-eyed fan you saw, as Steve Austin was leaving the ring, they cut to Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, who's sitting on the outside, who's just basically knocked out, dumping beer down his throat. Uh, it was pretty great. I mean, Pat McAfee rules. Uh, listen to his podcast if you're not listening to him already, because uh, he is pretty fantastic. Now, that should be where we end, but I gotta add something to this, because it's probably one of the funnier parts. Um, speculation ensued as, during AJ Styles' entrance for his match against Edge, his face was noticeably bleeding as he walked down the aisle, and people said, what the hell happened? Now, if you go to the internet at that time, they'll say, oh, yeah, it was a pyro. The pyro hit him in the face. But as <laughs> some people in the crowd were able to capture, AJ Styles was watching, walking out of the back and accidentally hit his face on the stage set as he was walking out. you got to pay attention when you're at WrestleMania because he looked silly, but the match was great. Uh, AJ Styles is great. Edge is great. I am great. Nietzsche is great, and you are great. And that's the bottom line, because Mike and Nietzsche and the Silver Bow Experience said so. And now it's time for Fuckity Fuck Fuck Final Thoughts. Well, Mike, this is the shittiest part of the pod. I say it every week. All the Silver Boners know it. You know it. I know it. Everyone knows it. Uh, it's because I can't see or hear your beautiful essence anymore. But I feel like we got a lot done this week. It's awesome. We uh, got to see what happens when you slap somebody at an award ceremony. We got some excellent suggestions from some silver boners out there. 
also some Silver Boner employees. And I loved getting your beef, your takes on the WrestleMania front. And uh, it's been a very nice pod, and I'm hard for it. Yeah, I agree. This is uh, the worst part of the podcast is having to end it because I can't uh, see or smell your essence um, after we're done. So that is a bummer to have to do that. But listen, uh, we at the beginning of this episode, we said it would be the best podcast of all time. Um, and I think we delivered on that. I mean, you're right. We talked about Will Smith. We talked about WrestleMania. I mean, talk about cultural relevance. I think we just crushed it. So listen, as much as it sucks to be at this part of the podcast, I'm really proud of what we did to get here. All right. So, you know, uh, this is uh this is a new era in the Silver Bow experience where you're going to see seasons instead of just, you know, a, a dump of episodes. So, get ready for more amazing content like this. We took our time. We saw what we need to do and we conquered it sexually. So, uh you know, I really hope this leads to more uh amazing podcasts, amazing episodes uh and huge wieners like this one did. Uh, today. Could not have said it better myself, Mike. Well, that's going to do it for us here on the Silver Bow Experience for my forever buddy Mike here. My name's Nietzsche. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.